Welcome to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. Prepare your heart for laughter and tears as we share the unpolished stories of the homeless and hurting, hope and transformation. Here is your host, director of the Union Gospel Mission, Pastor Tim Lane. Thank you guys for coming and listening to the show today. I've got a special guest on. I've had him on the show many times before, but he always is a delight to have on here. And besides that, he happens to have one of the world's greatest names. His name is also (laughs) Tim. Okay, well, maybe not one of the world's greatest names, but at any rate, he is our kitchen supervisor and does a fantastic job. I have it on good authority that this young man just got one more time an award from the city. Tim Trenum, tell us what happened. Well, I received an award for the safety and the cleanliness of our kitchen at the UGM. And then turned around and tried to hit me up for money. I absolutely (laughs) did. I shook it to think (laughs) if it was going to fall out, it never came out. But I did give him a a super commendation. I wrote on a manila envelope. (laughs) Congratulations, Tim. Good job. (laughs) Good job. Um, All kidding aside, we are coming up to our busiest time of the year, and especially for the kitchen. You know, because of the COVID pandemic and all the stuff that's been going on, we've been hamstrung to get certain things done, but we are bound and determined to get those food boxes. We're always giving out food boxes, and, and if you are one of these people that is over 65 or you have a family and you have a proof of residence, then you can sign up for a food box, and we will be happy twice a week we'll do that. Uh, we ha- we ask that you come in once a month to get the food box. And so if you're a family that's struggling, know that you can sign up and you can come in once a month. You can get a pretty good food box from us. And then, of course, at Thanksgiving and at Christmas, we also put together food boxes for the holidays, and they're a little different. How so, Tim? Well, we give you the whole Thanksgiving meal. We have a lot of uh, guests that come and families on low income, Mm -hmm. and we want to provide them a Thanksgiving meal that otherwise they may not have. So in that Thanksgiving meal, uh, you and I have just talked about it. We're going to have a turkey. Yes, sir. And we want to get it out to them several days before Thanksgiving so that they can get it all prepared. And then instant potatoes, correct? Instant mashed potatoes. And why is that? It's because potatoes go bad, and if you donate whole potatoes, it's kind of hard. How many do you give a family? Right. It's, so it's it, it's more of an inconvenience. You know, right. I would love to give out fresh potatoes, but it just becomes cumbersome when you're talking about 100 food boxes and trying to count potatoes, how many people in this family. So it's better if we just do the instant potatoes and then the instant stuffing and gravy and we get the cranberry sauce and vegetables mm-hmm. and fruit of some sort. And we provide that all in the can. Because actually a lot of the guests, too, they don't have big kitchens and no. things as, as well to prepare. So. No. Uh, Pastor Dick Edgard from Downtown Baptist Church called me, I don't know, it's been years ago. And we got together with the stuff that we had 
for Christmas, and we took it over to a family that lived in those apartments down on Richards Boulevard, the ones that they tore down just right. And I mean, they're tiny. They're, They're hardly bigger than two studios put together. I mean, the radio studios. And they were... They were so grateful. But to your point, they had a kitchen that was the size of what you would get in a, a small trailer. And um, so preparing wasn't very easy for them. And, you know, uh, when Olga was with me, uh, she preferred those, you know, because they've got some really good instant potatoes now. Uh, yeah, I they're mean, not they've got, of old anymore. No, no, they're not the ones uh, out of the box they come in these little pouches and stuff, and some of them are just excellent. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, you know, if you're going and you're going to go shopping, you know, I would suggest that that if possible, and you're going to donate them to us, that you, you try to get the little better potatoes so that, you know. And then uh, we want to have all the fixings that it would take. And so we will add in there, too, we'll, we'll give them a pie or we'll give them pastry of some kind. Whatever we have, but we usually have a pretty wide selection of of sweets and stuff. Absolutely. And so we want their holiday to be as good as possible. You know, I, I think I think back to my own childhood, and uh, you know, my mom and dad broke up when I was a child, and and so she was a working mother, and we didn't have a ton of stuff, but I always looked forward to the holidays, and there was always candy, and there was always pastries, and there were all these kind of things. My my grandmother was Norwegian, and so she made all those holiday uh, things that were wonderful that as a diabetic I can't eat, um, <laughs> but regardless. But there were so many fond memories, and so when I think about our food boxes going out to families who otherwise wouldn't be able to afford a traditional holiday meal, uh, I, I really, I really think that's a... It's a wonderful thing. I, I really like that we do that. We couple it with a message about the redemptive power of Jesus Christ because everything we do revolves around the gospel of mm-hmm. Christ. And so uh, we even have T-shirts with Romans one sixteen on them, for I am not ashamed of the gospel. And we are not ashamed of the gospel, right, Tim? Absolutely not. And so we do the very best we can to get people the things they need at the holidays. And so, Tim, our commitment is if we don't get the public to donate, are we just going to abandon it? Absolutely not. We will go and purchase whatever's necessary to fulfill our obligation. And I just want to share with you, I remember a story about five years ago. Um, uh, most every family will say thank you, and they're very appreciative. But yeah. it's the one that come up and said, I didn't know what I was going to do, mm-hmm. and thank you very much. And just to see the joy in their face, knowing that they'll be able to provide their children with something that we sometimes take for granted. You know, uh, I grew up, we were didn't have a lot of money, but like Pastor was speaking on that, you know, my parents always seemed to have, you know, Thanksgiving dinner. You bet. Christmas dinner. Those special holidays, they were able to provide that. Some of our families don't know how they're going to provide that. So it's just a joy to know that we're doing God's work and just making that family happy, if not just for that one day, that they can give thanks to God for 
allowing us to do God's work and help. You know, uh, when they come for the food box, we do deliver a Christmas message. We deliver a Thanksgiving. And in Easter, we, we do an Easter message. But don't misunderstand. It's not contingent on you being a Christian to get a food box from us. It's not contingent on anything that we do. We preach a gospel message. We're not ashamed of it. You're going to hear about it all the time you're on our campus. We're, we're not ashamed. But by the same token, we're going to help you regardless of who you are and what your background is. We ask only that people come on the campus and be respectful. But if you don't share our faith, you're still going to get the food box. I mean, we're, done, we're not, we're not uh, trying to discriminate against anybody for any reason. So you want to apply for a food box, a uh, holiday food box, we'd be glad to. And like I said, uh, we don't often get enough hams to put in there, but we certainly will get enough turkeys and we'll buy whatever we have to buy. But so far, I don't think we've ever had to buy anything excepting instant potatoes and stuff, right? Yeah, that's about all we've ever had to. You know, uh, we would get donors that would just come, you know, in the 12th hour, and you know that's of God, you know. Yeah. Here comes a donor with 40 turkeys. or uh, So it's a truly a blessing. Plus, you know, we go to prayer on them things. So, oh, you know, all the time. And God always provides, you know. It's amazing sometimes it is, how it that is, works. It is very amazing to know that that's the Lord that we serve. You know, Tim has never asked me this because he already knows, but... Uh, we had one kitchen manager before Tim, and I think Tim was here at the time, and he said, Pastor, you keep saying we're going to give out turkeys, and we don't have one single mm -hmm. turkey, and it is like a week and a half away. I said, mm -hmm. well, I, I've got a radio ad coming out on Monday. It'll be okay. Uh, people in Sacramento are generous. And so he said, okay. I said, look, my friend, don't worry about it. We'll buy them if we have to buy them. The only problem is that sometimes right then supermarkets limit you to two and we'd have to drive all over to get 100 of them. But so I, I, the ad released and within two days he came to me and said, can you pull that advertisement? <laughs> I have turkeys coming out of my ears. And we had enough not only to do Thanksgiving but to do that Christmas, all from the one and and it wasn't that the ad was so fantastic. It was that the hearts of the, you people out there are generous. And one of the problems that we sometimes do is we don't let people know the need we have. Which let me just let me just put on another hat for a second and tell you that that's how it is for you and your lives out there too. It's how it is for me and it is for my friend Tim Trenum here as well. Sometimes we have spiritual needs, and we forget to ask for those. We are crushed. We are hurt. We need prayer, and we forget to go to our church and to our friends who are believers and ask them to pray. So, you know, the Scripture tells us you do not have because you do not ask. And when you do ask, you ask with impure motives. And so when you come to the Lord, you need to come with with a pure motive, you know, not to get and to gain and to do all those things. But there are people that want to help. There are people who want to pray. And we have never found a lack in the, in Sacramento and the outlying areas of people who want to help. Uh, and often it's because they just don't know what to do. 
And so we need turkeys and we need the fixings and stuff. As I said, this isn't one of those, please do it or, or the little kids are going to go hungry because we're going to make sure they go out anyway. But if you want to be part of that, buy a turkey. and Or sometimes they'll have buy one, get one free. So buy one for your family and, and give us the other one. Uh, but regardless, I know that we'll not only have all the turkeys we need, but I know that, that uh, it's a blessing. You know, my wife and I, years and years ago, we didn't know what to do either. And so she would bake four or five pumpkin pies, and she'd take them. We'd drive down to Salvation Army at the time, right there not far from where the mission is, because I didn't frankly know about the Union Gospel Mission back then. And by the way, somebody asked me the other day if I'd been there all that time. Next year we'll be there 60 years. I'm not old enough to have been the director (laughs) for 60 years, thank you. But uh, at any rate, I think the other part is, Tim— you were saying about the blessings that, you know, we can provide for people, but how about the blessings for us and our people? Oh, they're in, they're in abundance. In serving. Uh, oh, it's just, it's a joy. Uh, people ask me a, a lot, you know, did you ever plan on being a part of the mission? And my answer, truth to me, was we would tell them, no, that's not what I had for me, but God had something else planned for me. God always has something else planned. You know, and the thing is, is I get so filled. Just the joy of putting the food into their cars and just, I interact with our guests on a daily basis and it's just like a jacket. Something that we uh, go to the closet mm -hmm. and we say, hmm, do I want to wear the red one, the blue one, the black one, the green Mm -hmm. one? You give one of our guests a jacket, it's like you gave them a $100 bill because they're out there in the elements, and they're going to be. This winter, I don't know of any place that's going to be open as far as warming center. We don't know with the COVID. Well, we're going to try to open our warming center. So I just want to make sure everyone does know, you know, we will give out the food, but all year long we give out clothes to our gentlemen, our guests that come in. We give out shoes and gloves and, you know, sleeping bags and just clothing. If you got an old bag of clothes, bring them by. I don't mean old, ripped up, tore up. I mean just lightly used clothes that you'd like to see go to another person. Yeah, right really now just it. men's clothes because yeah. we've got such an abundance. We've opened up our women's clothes closet, but we've got such a backlog of women's clothes. But as I've always said, guys, you never throw your stuff away. If you know you're never getting back in those size 32 <laughs> pants, bring them down, brother. Right? Exactly. Toiletries, things like that. Uh, when we go to the dollar store, I know I go to the dollar store and I pick up a couple extra and it's, you know, until you get into a mission or a place like this to where you can see the joy it puts on someone's face, you know, it's amazing. And that's blessings that I get. God provides for me. I get up, I have a joy to come to work because I know I can be doing service to bring him glory. No mm-hmm. longer do I have to elevate self. It's, you know, elevating God, letting God know that with him all things are possible. We're going to get yeah. this done. They're going to get fed. 
and they're going to get clothing because there's people out there that feel the same way. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I've told the story before, but it, it always warms my heart. Um, I just happened to be at the right time, at the right place. I'm standing in the our foyer, and a lady came in, and she was getting a food box, and she was a little person, kind of frail-looking, older woman, and uh, she had little little kids with her. And uh, she was in tears because she didn't know, like you said, where she was going to get food for Christmas at the time. And uh, I said to her, well, ma'am, do you have uh, do you have all the presents you need for your grandkids? It turned out to be her grandkids. And she said, and she started to cry again. She said, Pastor, I, I don't have any money for food. I, I don't have anything for them. Well, that year, for some reason, we had gotten just a, a ton of toys, brand new toys in. And even the children's receiving home didn't want them at the time. And so we allowed our guys, if they had children, to send some of those to their children. And so we had a ton of them. And I said, well, ma'am, uh, I have toys in the back. Would you come with me? And I can't pick out, she had three grandchildren, I believe. And I said, I don't know what they would want. But she came back, and she's again, she's in tears. And so she said, and I remember she, she, <laughs> she said, you're going to, you're, I forget how she put it, something about make the Christmas or whatever. And then she said, I will tell them they're from the mission. And I said, no, ma'am, why don't you tell them they're from Grandma? Because right now, those little kids, because mom was on drugs, dad was gone, and grandma was trying to do the best she could. And by the way, my grandmother helped raise me. I loved my grandmother. Amen. And this was a sweet woman. And so those are the things for us. You know, I, don't, I know what she got out of it, but I know what I got out of it. Amen. I, I knew that we had done what God would want us to do, and he supplied it. I didn't even have, I didn't buy it. I didn't do anything except give it out. And that was because God provided that, right? It's the same with food boxes. Yes, and by the way, before somebody else, I am a donor to the mission as well. But um, I, I didn't go out and buy that food, but we get to give it away. Amen. And the clothing and the, like you said, coats, oh my gosh, you know what? Coats are something we need all the time. I mean, even women's coats, uh, but guys, we get people walking up every day, sometimes half naked, and they need clothing. And you say to yourself, well, they did it to themselves, drugs and alcohol. Well, some of them did, yeah. But it doesn't matter, they're there, and they're freezing, and you know, we're able to give them coats, and we're able to give them coats because you gave them to us. Exactly. And uh, so, but there's other things that go on through the holiday. You probably, Timothy, need to do a little bit of extra counseling with guys who are on the program and away from their kids and stuff, too. Does that happen? It does every day. You know, it's hard to be away from your children and your family. And you have to reassure the gentleman that they have to come in they have to get a foundation on Christ. Mm -hmm. If they can build a foundation on solid rock That's right. versus sand, 
they'll be there for their children. They That's might right. be gone for a little bit, but they're just here to invest in their self and their future. Yeah. And if they can find the love of Christ there, and that's what we pray for our guys every day. That's right. It'll just make them just better men to their kids, to their wives, to their sisters, their brothers. You know, it just makes us better men. And to stay focused on him and know that through him, everything's possible. We have a guy that was on the program who later I hired. I don't hire a lot of guys off the program, but uh, Timothy was one of the men years ago that was on the program, but he has an assistant cook named Willie who is uh, who does a good job. He's, But you know what I was impressed most about? Here's a man that wasn't with his kids. He was out, as they say, running and gunning and doing all the things. He was never a mean guy, but he, he has been working for the uh, mission for I don't know how many, two years and so he's got his full custody of his kids. Amen. And, you know, I've listened to him on the phone. I, I hope I'm not embarrassing him. Actually, I hope I am. No. <laughs> but uh, I've listened to him on the phone. He's got a really good grasp as a parent of being firm but yet not mean. Uh, he took something away from one of the kids because they didn't do any do something right. It was their their Game Boy, or they don't call them Game Boys anymore, but something like that. And he was firm about it. He's firm about it. nobody comes over to my house, even a relative, if they're if they're going to be drinking or drugging or doing any of that kind of stuff. And he takes them to church. He takes them camping, and he had never gone camping before he came to the mission. So Willie is one of those stories that, you know, you look at and it makes you smile about what the mission actually can do, right? Amen. So uh, did a lot in your life, but, <laughs> well, you know, uh, it, we've only got two minutes, but uh, so tell them just briefly what the mission meant to you. It means everything to me. I mean, I owe my life to the mission. I'm so blessed to be able to find a place. I came here, didn't know what to expect. I came here a broken man. And I tell pastor a lot of times, I said, I'm not the man Christ wants me to be yet, nor am I the man I used to be. I'm just a better man with Christ. Oh, me too, brother. So I owe them my life, the mission. And thank Pastor Tim. I mean, uh, he's a good shepherd, a good leader. Well, thank and you. he loves God. So everyone there that works there is an inspiration to me because we're all believers. We all got Bibles on our desk. We all mm-hmm. read the Bible, and it's just a blessing. Yeah, we've, uh, I got to echo that. You know, people would look at me and they'd say, oh, but you never were on the street or anything. No, I wasn't. But, you know, sometimes... You can be a tradesman, you can be a professional, you can be in a penthouse, you can run a company. And Tim did, Timothy, I mean, over here, he did. But you know what? If you don't know Jesus, if you're not walking with Jesus, every drink you take, every wrong thing you do, uh, it destroys your life. And so, Tim, we'll do another show uh, next week. Absolutely. At any rate, for all of you out there, I thank you so much, especially at the holiday time. We get presents for our program, guys. We do everything we can. And so, folks, 
As always, until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. Listening to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. If your heart's been touched and you want to know more about the work of the mission, log on to UGMSAC.com, UGMSAC.com. To donate clothing, food, time, or financial help, call 916 447 3268. 916 447 3268. Thank you so much for listening. Join us again next week at the same time for Voices from the Street.